Hello everybody! You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7.
Monday evening to you, wherever you may be, and welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's intrepid community radio station, CITR, your voice of UBC on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory, from the student nest on campus, to the lower mainland of British Columbia, from Squamish to the north, Belling, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea, where frequency battles our friends over at UVic, CFUV, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. My name's Gak, and I'll be checking all my sources for the next two hours. So stick with me as I stay on the beat and investigate the news that you're about to hear. Please note that this is a pre-recorded episode made at Exploding Headquarters, otherwise known as Exploding HQ, the home office. So don't call in. You can still email anytime at radiofreegack at gmail.com. Just keep it short and sweet and to the point. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. And you can follow me on Instagram as Myopic Man. There's a general CITR meeting going on at this time. It's my lack of live presence this week. I'm going to discuss a bit about how Fundrive went. And if you're curious about Fundrive, you can still donate, despite our phones being offline. Just go to citr.ca slash donate, and the website should be active for the rest of March. Our current totals, as of Friday, are $34,732, just a wee bit shy of $40,000 as we shape our media. So thank you to everyone who has donated to help fund our plans to raise the next generation of broadcasters, journalists, publishers, designers, and other folks that will help keep you current with what's going on both locally and abroad. You are the best. And yes, there's still time to donate. Again, www.citr.ca slash donate. We start off the show with Tenariwen, and Live Nation will be presenting Tenariwen at the Chan Center for the Performing Arts next Wednesday, April 5th. The World Blues Ensemble from Tessalit, Mali, will be touring in support of its eighth album, Elwan, which translates as Elephants. And we heard the track Tenere Takal, which translates from Tamashek as what has become of the Tener, and that's a word meaning empty land or desert. And that Saharanet guitar sound from the Tuareg region has been a solid staple that's been exported to non-African ears over the past decade or so. And Elon features guest appearances by artists like Kurt Vile, Matt Sweeney, Alain Johannes, and Mark Lanigan. And perhaps you've caught Tanarwan in the town in the past. I know they've had the odd spell of difficulty getting visa clearances at times, since at one point they actually were scheduled to appear at Vancouver Folk Festival a few years back. Hopefully no weirdness impacts them this time, along with their American dates on this tour. Again, Tanarwan, joined by Dengue Fever, next Wednesday, April 5th, at the chance of the Forming Arts here on UBC campus. The show starts at 8 o'clock p.m., and tickets start at $39.50. Also from Africa is the music behind me from Volume 1 of the Kakom O, The Sound of Durban. This is the Cruel Boys with the dub mix of Umiko and Magkomini. Kakom roughly translates from the Zulu language as drum, which only gives a hint of the feel that is this South African music. It's an offshoot of the Soweto Kwaito house scene, but somehow more apocalyptic and minimalist. 
Cruel Boys have been one of the standout acts in the Kakoma genre. You spell that G-Q-O-M. And that track first surfaced in 2015. But Volume 1 of Kakoma O, The Sound of Durban, only came out in 2016. Later on the show, we'll profile David Shire's austere music from the soundtrack to the 1976 film All the President's Men, a political thriller based on the Watergate scandal that took down the 35th President of the United States. I profiled some of Shire's film music in the past, and I'd been looking for this particular score for quite some time, more so in light of the current political story, which seems to require a level of investigative journalism to match what happened in the 1970s. Finally managed to land a copy on a double-billed CD from a Los Angeles store, so I'll share some of that music with you. Otherwise, it appears to be finally spring. The trees are finally blossoming, and the threat of snow has subsided. So to kick spring off, we have some vernal music to share with you, and we'll start off from Cruel Boys to Earth Boys. And Earth Boys are the duo of Julian Duran and Michael Sherburn, and they have some ties to projects like Dust, Christian Surfer, and Todd, along with hosting eclectic DJ night at New York's Bossa Nova Civic Club. In 2015, Earth Boys released their debut 12-inch, Welcome to Earth, by the almighty Vancouver label 1080p. So from Welcome to Earth, this will be Spring Fling by Earth Boys. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies, safe from its home base, transmitted to all known places on your home of spring, CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver.
Touch Label's 25th anniversary compilation back in 2006, simply known as Touch 25. We heard a wonderful slice of field recording there, which should hearken the senses to the idea that winter is over. As long as we picture the herons nesting in Stanley Park again, or the crows dive-bombing you, we heard Biosphere with Spring Fever. And Biosphere is the alias of Norwegian Ger Jensen, a musician who's released a notable catalog of ambient electronic music, particularly tied to techno and arctic styles, using music loops and peculiar samples from sci-fi sources. The Touch Label was formed by Mike Harding and John Wozencroft back in 1981, and they released a debut cassette magazine in 1982 called Feature Mist. And Touch 25 also feature acts like Fenej, Panasonic, Johan Johansson, and Ryoji Ikida. And the label is still going strong, with recent releases by Marcus Davidson, Ipek Gorgun, Unikazurn, and Jan Novak. Behind me, for those folks who either have mornings free or the odd sick day, you may recognize a quality slice of music from The Price is Right. This is, I believe, Ed Kalehoff, head of the score productions group that works with the producers of that game show from 1976. This is Spring Waltz. No word if there's any other items up for bid, but hey, CITR does have some nice swag available for purchase. If you didn't pick up any of the prizes from our recent fun drive, check out citr.ca slash merch for all our standard goods. We'll continue on with our spring thing with a band that wears that name in its title, and appropriately so for this year, because we're having a late spring. Late spring won Shindig last year. If you remember, another LS band won this year, and that's Little Sprout. And the local quartet are starting to preview songs from a new EP via their band camp. They're still sounding very shimmery with a sinister feel. Definitely like a shoegaze march. Until we get more than just a minute preview of what will be the Trembly Fog EP from 2016's Invisible. This is Late Spring with It Is My Bod.
Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604-822-5355. That's 604-822-5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. Because you're mine, I walk the line. That's that started off with late spring and it is my bod. Then we heard 20 seconds, so that's as long as the song goes, of Brian Connolly's guitar as Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet shared with us Dewy Drops of Spring. And you can find that not only on their 1991 album, Dim the Lights, Chill the Ham, but by its 2016 re-release through the Yep Rock Records. And there's actually a box set of theirs that you can pick up full of four albums of instrumental joy, and that was released as part of last year's record store day. 
Of course, the 2017 edition of Record Store Day is just a few weeks away, and CITR and CJSF will partner yet again as part of an annual tradition as we broadcast live from various local independently owned and operated record stores to broadcast, various bands performing, and other interviews. And then we close with some Tom Waits. That originally appeared on the soundtrack to the 2005 Italian film The Tiger and the Snow, where Waits would appear as himself in dream sequences. And the film starred Roberto Bignini and Jean Renault about Italians in Iraq during the Iraqi War. But that song can also be found on the triple CD compilation Orphans, Brawlers, Ballers, and Bastards. That song was You Can Never Hold Back Spring. I keep hoping Waits will put down some more music soon. His last album was 2011's Bad As Me. But he has contributed a couple covers to last year's tribute album, God Don't Never Change, the songs of Blind Willie Johnson. At least they're the acting gigs that uh, you've likely seen him in film or TV. In the background, this is the late, great Chirushi. From 2015's Nobody's Fool EP, this is Spring Fever. Chirushi was one of the 36 victims of the ghost ship warehouse fire in Oakland late last year. In the wake of her and everyone else's deaths, there are some tributes lined up. I think there's a compilation album due soon, but lots of her music has been re-released. Hopefully we get some more details about the tribute album soon. Time for some long-form music as we wind up our spring theme. It's new material from what's left in the wake of the Almighty British Act broadcast. It was in 2011 when lead singer Trish Keenan died from pneumonia in her early 40s, and there were questions about what the surviving member, James Cargill, would do. No word yet if there's any unreleased material on that side, but back in 2013, Cargill worked with the former broadcast keyboardist Raj Stevens, and then Julian House, not only co-founder of the Ghost Box record label, as well as a graphic design whiz extraordinaire, but he's collaborated with Broadcast in the past with his alias of The Focus Group. The trio are known as the Children of Alice, referring to Alice in Wonderland, one of Keenan's favorite stories. And early in 2017, they released their debut self-titled album up through the Warp label. They continue on with a mixture of psychedelia, folk, and BBC Radiophonic workshop-style experimentalism, and it's all on full display here, as this 19-minute song will attest. I'll try to play most of it for you. This is Children of Alice, with the harbinger of spring.
Dignity, respect, beauty, self-worth, safety, confidence, choice, hope. The Beauty Night Society is a registered charity dedicated to helping marginalized women introduce trust, hope, and self-esteem into their lives. This is the first day of Through its popular makeover program, the Beauty Night Society has touched the lives of thousands and reintroduced a healthy touch to the lives of vulnerable women throughout British Columbia, creating real life makeovers. Please visit www.beautynight.org for information on programs and on how to help. Beauty Night, because dignity is beautiful. I think I was blind before I met you.
Ritva Koistinen there performing on the Finnish national instrument the Gandle, one of the standard folk tunes from the country in a spring forest or in Finn, Geveisessä Metsässä and you can find that on the 1998 compilation from the Eastern Lands off the Finlandia label and the Eastern Lands in Finland refers likely to my home province of Northern Karelia where the Gandle still goes strong whether it's 5, 10, 15 or 36 strings Springtime in Finland is much like here. Gray and wet, but the days rapidly are getting longer. The turnaround time from winter to summer is almost paganly instant. And behind me, this is Atlas Sound, the springtime instrumental. And you can find this off a of virtual 7-inch back in 2009 called Time Warp. Atlas Sound is the main side project of Bradford Cox, who we know best from Deer Hunter. Atlas Sound's most recent album was 2011's Parallax, and Deer Hunters is 2015's Fading Frontier. We'll end our spring theme here and tackle a wide array of material before we get into David Chire's score to All the President's Men. Again, my name's Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hemingways here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And Arthur Russell is one of those artists whose names always bubbles back up into consciousness after his exploration of classical music along with disco and avant-garde sounds in the 70s and 80s. He died due to AIDS complications back in 1992 at the age of 40, but his personal archives of recorded music is vast, and for the first time ever, some of those archives have been put on display. And this will be as currently at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. The exhibit's called Do What I Want, selections from the Arthur Russell papers. And up until May 14th this year, you can peruse the cellist's notes and scores, listen to never-before-heard tapes, and delve deep to the electronic music pioneer's creative process. And these materials are on display for the first time to the public through the generosity of Tom Lee, who is Russell's partner in the New York Public Library. Let's listen to one of Russell's many projects, this one originally a B-side to a Go Bang 12-inch from 1982, but it also appears on the recent New York Noise dance music from the New York Underground 1977-1982 compilation, working under the alias of Dinosaur L. This is Arthur Russell, along with Andre and Abel, with Clean on Your Bean, number one.
Tyrannophonic is best thought of as an introversal jukebox which has no concept of genre, style, political boundaries, or even space-time relevance. But it does know good sounds from bad. Lately, the program has been focused on Philip Random's All Vinyl Countdown plus Apocalypse, the 1,111th greatest records you probably haven't heard. And we're not afraid of noise. Randophomic, every Saturday at 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM.
from Toronto. That was Wax Limbs with Come Closer, House of Leaves. And that's off the 2013 album World Makers. Their latest album is 2016's The New Dirt, which continues on with its mix of moody synths. I still need to digest that album before sharing it with you. Alex Metcalf, the main person behind Wax Limbs, was dealing with various deaths in his world. So expect some more material from Wax Limbs in an upcoming episode of Exploding Head Movies. My name is Gak. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Online at www.citr.ca. We are broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory here, as we all are guests on coastal Salish territory. CITR is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Just look for up CITR Radio. That will cover all the bases for you. As for me, Exploding Head Movies is under Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. On Twitter, it's Hunderdare. On Instagram, it's Myopic Man. And I forget my Snapchat handle. Nothing good happens there anyways. In the background, from London, Ontario, this is Parapalabras with Evergreen. You can find this off Volume 2 of the Forest City Series compilation, with numerous other local acts tied to the A Person Disguised as People label. And that label has a similar history to shows like More Than Human here on CITR, in that the radio show begat a record label. And A Person Disguised as People was a show programmed by Ian Doig Fanouf on 94.9 CHRW before he opted to ditch the show and started releasing local London bedroom production acts. Bands like You'll Never Get to Heaven, Louvre, Zachary Gray, and Wormwood have recently put out material either through that label or because of it. And I definitely need to track some more of this down. Thankfully, it's getting easier. We'll head closer to another London, and that'll be in England for this next act. She's originally from Brighton, and she was originally part of the short-lived girl pop band The Pipettes. Her name's Rose Eleanor Dougal, and she's been solo since 2008, and she's put out an album or two whilst working with acts like Mark Ronson, Wesley Gonzalez, and then the Royal Ballet for various side projects. This January, she released her latest album, Stellular. Think Stellar and cellular together. Stellular, quite the portmanteau. It continues on with her personalized romantic themes, and from Stellular, this will be Rose Eleanor Dougal with Closer.
Studies show that 9 out of 10 wizards prefer CITR 101.9 FM. If we were to draw a graph of my process, of my method, something like this, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, action, wizard, you shall not pass, cut! Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian.
from their latest album, 2016's Waltzed In From The Rumbling. Those Montreal's plants and animals with no worries gonna find us. And the trio's only live date this year thus far is an appearance in their hometown in August for the Oceaga Music Festival. And the lineup for Oceaga this year looks solid. Angel Olsen, Bad Bad Not Good, Broken Social Scene, Danny Brown, Death from Above 1979, Father John Misty, Lord, Major Laser, Run the Jewels, Solange, Tegan and Sarah. It's quite the list. Of course, Pemberton will be just a few weeks beforehand, and I'm curious to see who's lined up for that provincial festival. And this is CFCF behind me from 2015's Radiance and Submission. We're listening to a various language from the same hill. And CFCF's latest release is 2016's On Vacation. The Montreal pianist also has an EP with Jean-Michel Blaise through Arts and Craft this year. More material for me to track and tag. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week for new releases. Hans Zimmer and Steve Mazzaro provide the music for the animated feature The Boss Baby. The live-action remake of Ghost in the Shell, the legendary Japanese anime film, the music by Clint Mansell and Lauren Balfe will be out of the score album through Lakeshore and a song album with artists to be determined through Paramount Pictures. Harry Gregson Williams' music from The Zookeeper's Wife will be out through Film Tracks. Alex Puro's score to All Nighter will be through Lakeshore. The recent space horror film Life, music by John Ekstrand, is out through Milan. Free people who like chips. Now, the movie edition features music by Isler, otherwise known as Phil Eisler. I'm guessing that's probably actually how to pronounce it, because it's I-Z-L-E-R. That's through Lakeshore. And then there are vinyl editions of the Oscar Namored score to Lion, as done by Hauschka and Dustin Halloran, who we profiled a few weeks ago here on Exploding Hit Movies. Also, there's vinyl editions of Logan, with the score by Marco Beltrami, and then Rogue One by Michael Giacchino. As re-releases go, I'll make it in Glenn Slater's music from A Bronx Tales out through Ghostlight. A vinyl edition of the Dust Brothers score to Fight Club is out through Mondo. Great soundtrack if you haven't heard it in a while. A vinyl edition of The Valley of the Dolls, a score by Andre Previn, Dory Previn, and John Williams is out through Phillips. And a couple of Italian soundtracks here. Franco Campanino's music from L'Insegnante Viene a Casa, and then Carlo Rustichelli's La Ragazza di Gube are both out through Digit Soundtracks. We'll get a wee bit folky here via Toronto first. Charlotte Cornfield put out her sophomore album Future Snowbird last year. Maybe she's spending some time this year playing drums behind Tim Darcy as he tours. She's also starting to write some new material. So from Future Snowbird, this will be Cornfield with Mercury. It's a good day I just came 
into some unexpected money. And everything is coming. Everything is coming. Everything is coming together. Everything is coming together. Liveband.com is Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. New shows are added daily by the city's most active promoters, musicians, and by the driving force of the music scene, the fans. Liveband.com's listings are different because they are integrated with profiles updated by bands and business owners as they promote upcoming events. Check out the archives to see how closely we've worked within the community to put on the shows you love. Visit LiveMusicVancouver.com for the latest independent and major label event listings. LiveVan.com, Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar.
debut album Requiscat in Plavum, which came out last year through the Maple Death label. That was Crano with me, Eti. Crano is the alias of guitarist Marco Spigarillo from the Italian band Vermilion Sands, and he recorded that album in the Italian hills of Valdobbiadene back in 2012 on an E-track recorder, warbling in his Vento dialect, though dreaming of Latin America as he ended up along the Piave River in the Veneto Valley near Venice. Eventually, the R.I.P. album, which is what Requiescat in Plavum stands for, ended up in the hands of Jonathan Clancy of his Clancyness, and he runs the Maple Death label. Also from Italy is the act behind me. This is Alessandro Alessandroni. The 1982 production music library album, Light and Heavy Industry. This is Work Cycle. We'll head over to Sudbury, Ontario next. 
Kate Mackey. There's a good Finnish name there, standing for Hilp. She studied neuroscience at Dalhousie in education in Nipissing, but music was her calling. And uh, she started off with her 2003 debut album, Confusion Unlimited. And that album title has become her own personal label, on which she released a few albums, including her most recent, 2016's Head in the Sand. She last made it up to Vancouver back in 2011. She has no other current dates in 2017 on the horizon, so it'll probably be a while before we see her again. But hopefully soon. From Head in the Sand, this is Kate Mackey with This Place. I don't have many friends left in this
Guthrie wrote that song back in 1950 about his landlord back when he spent two years living near Coney Island in a building called Beach Haven. The lyrics were never put to song, or at least recorded, and they were only discovered recently. And at first to the 45th President of the United States' father, Fred Trump. So we heard Ryan Harvey there along with Andy DeFranco and Tom Morello with their take on Old Man Trump. And as you can guess... That song has taken on particular relevance in the past year, originally prior to the American election, and of course in the wake of the younger Trump's win and politically tumultuous presidencies thus far. And U.S. Elevator also recorded their own version for what was originally the 30 Days for 30 Songs campaign, which has now extended itself to a thousand days and a thousand songs to better highlight what should be an inclusive, compassionate, and just America. So acts like Amy Mann, Franz Ferdinand, R.E.M., Mission of Burma, Killer Mike, Tim Heidecker, and Reggie Watts are amongst the dozen of acts who have either written songs specifically for the cause or have provided existing material. And in the background, this is Niles from and off his soundtrack to the 2015 film Victoria, which I profiled a couple years ago. I'm speaking over In the Parking Garage. Now, parking garages were one source of material that led to the resignation of the 35th President of the United States, Richard Nixon, which we'll get into shortly. However, we'll have a couple recent experimental Canadian music acts, starting off with No UFOs. This is the main project by Vancouver musician Conrad Jandavs, who earlier this year released his first album in four years through the Root Strata label. Acronyms are the name of the game here. So from the N-U-L-P for R-S... This is no UFOs 
with prepared remarks. Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to citr.ca. 
CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola, no marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? Recorded a day or two after intriguing news from space last month, that was Lee Rosevier with Planet D. That's off his album Trappist One. Local CBC listeners may know Rosevier's name due to his association with the early edition morning program. Reproduces the show for Rick Clough and usually gets a horn honk at the end of the Friday show with old what's-his-name. However, Rosevier is a rampant composer with dozens of albums to his name. And this past February, he recorded an album of seven songs for the seven planets discovered around the recently discovered star dubbed Trappist-1. 
as the first star found by a Belgian telescope. Those seven exoplanets were discovered in a close, tidally locked orbit around this ultra-cool dwarf star with promise of some Earth-like properties, which means there's a bit of a hope for extraterrestrial life. Seven is the most planets found orbiting one star thus far as we try to see how unique our solar system is. Trappist-1 would look a lot weirder from any of the planets that we're used to, as they're closer to the sun than Mercury is, but it's also far cooler. And behind me, this is Michael Reisman playing some Philip Glass from the 2000 release Philip Glass Soundtracks. This is a selection of cues from Glass's music to the documentary A Brief History of Time, directed in 1991 by Aaron Morris about Dr. Stephen Hawking, the astrophysicist who wrote about space, big bangs, and black holes. And it comes from a book with the same title from 1988. We'll get into the film, All the President's Been, shortly, but let's get a brief burst of Michigan hardcore out of the way. From their 2012 release, Modern Times, here's about 38 seconds of Detroit punk. The band is All the President's Men. The song will be a way to fit. the depths of contemporary cassettes and vinyl undergrounds, ranging from DIY bedroom pop and garage rock all the way to harsh noise and, of course, drone. Pop Drone, every Wednesday at 10 to 11.30 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM. My advice to young girls would be Go home after school score to the 1976 film All the President's Men, we heard David Shire with a foreboding cue called Limo into White House. And in the background, this is a take of the Allegro movement of Antonio Vivaldi's Concerto for Two Trumpets in C Major. This week's profile on Exploding Head Movies will be on the score to All the President's Men, a film directed by Alan J. Pakula and starred Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman, based on a 1974 nonfiction book by the journalists called Bernstein and Bob Woodward, two journalists investigating the first Watergate break-in back in 1972 and the ensuing scandal for the Washington Post. 
chronicling the investigative reporting of Woodward and Bernstein from Woodward's initial report of the Watergate break-in. The story built up from the wiretapping of the Democratic Party headquarters. The five arrests made there during the break-in, which then led to the resignations of the White House Chief of Staff as a domestic affairs advisor reporting to Nixon. And as we know over time, evidence was very apparent that Nixon was involved. Eventually, the Republican-controlled Congress were preparing for impeachment when Nixon resigned August 9th, 1974. Bernstein and Woodward were under constant scrutiny by other members of the press and, of course, the government as their investigation continued. Washington Post editor Ben Bradley had their back as needed. And once an informant nicknamed Deep Throat became available, oddly after the porn movie, he started meeting with Woodward in secret places to provide updates on people and motives, and enough material was gathered that picked up steam into the investigation. Robert Redford played Woodward in the film, and the book was only written after Redford offered to buy the movie rights. As we hear about newspapers such as the Vancouver Sun and Province laying off reporters, if not outright closing papers elsewhere, it's important to know why the press is needed as a check and balance, particularly in this day and age when news that isn't liked is called false news when it doesn't kowtow a political line. Watergate was one of the most important stories that was ever chased by journalists, hence it is worthy of note, now more so than ever when it seems like we have to follow the money anew. David Shire scored all the president's men coming in the wake of similar surveillance stories like 1974's The Conversation. And Shire's background was more on the musical theater side, but since 1971, he's been proficient in film. He recently profiled music from his 2007 score to Zodiac. But this time, Shire aims for more brooding and creeping sounds. As we'll listen, so from all the president's men, we'll start with To Deep Throat One.
From a score to all the president's men, we heard various cues from David Shire, starting off with To Deep Throat One, with its guitars before the bass and brass creep up in Creep Sequence One. There are various iterations of the Creep Sequence theme throughout the score, and after the first cue, we heard version two of Creep Sequence Three with a slow atonal rise with backing guitar. Then the strings slowed down and reverberate with version one of Paranoia Walk. And then to deep a throat two was heard with a flourish of guitar and woodwinds before the timpanis kick in with exit Nixon. And then we close with the return of major sounds in the finale and end title. The story of Watergate and Nixon led to a lot of change as Gerald Ford took over. He pardoned Nixon and in 1976 he was kicked out as Jimmy Carter won the old office. And in the wake of the American Bicentennial, along with the end of the Vietnam War, the national mood lifted. It was 30 years on that the identity of Deep Throat was recognized, and it was FBI Associate Director at the time, William Mark Felt, who was dealing with White House and CIA interference at the time to slow down the investigation since all arrows pointed to Nixon. Overall, he was a slippery character who undermined a lot of American interests for the sake of his own, picking fights and taking down anyone in his way, but oddly, recording every conversation in his office which led to those tapes being placed under warrant to document his paranoia and then downfall. All the President's Men did well at the 1977 Academy Awards. It took home four Oscars, Best Art Direction, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Supporting Actor for Jason Rodard's ads, Washington Post editor Ben Bradley, and Best Sound. It was nominated in four other categories, though none tied to Shire's music. The film did well in the box office as people came to grips with what happened two to four years prior, and the general consensus has remained positive over the years. According to Rotten Tomatoes, to taught solidly act pain to the benefits of a free press and the dangers of unchecked power, made all the more effective by its origins and real-life events. The soundtrack to All the President's Men that I am playing off of also features another of director Alan J. Pakula's films, part of the de facto paranoia trilogy of All the President's Men. And it's the 1971 film Clute, which I'll maybe share that soon, along with the other film in the trilogy, 1974's The Parallax View. All the President's Men is definitely worth a rewatch, especially since 2017 seems to require the same lessons about power, corruption, and lies that need to be retaught. That's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up at 9 is the Joshua Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to midnight and beyond. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday broadcast. If you missed any of this week's episode, you can grab the podcast and playlist off the Exploding Head Movies show page. Just go to www.citr.ca, look at the schedule, and you'll find Exploding Head Movies there. You'll find this show and past shows, too. You can follow me on Twitter, at 100air. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr, but you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Next week, I'll be back live in the studio, leaning towards a break from full-on politics as I explore the sounds of space with Apollo 13. Well, there's news about game show host producer Chuck Barris that I should deal with. So for the rest of April, we'll do some Nine Inch Nails, some Thomas Crown, 
we shall see. Behind me, this is the Toronto Jazz Trio Autobahn off last year's Of The Tree album. This song is tribute. And we'll close with one last song for spring, some vintage Sun Ra off his 1979 album Sleeping Beauty. Here's our friend from Saturn, along with his intergalactic myth science solar orchestra with springtime again. You've been listening to Exploding Hit Movies on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer www.citr.ca.